Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Higher, where we're cultivating atmospheres for God to move in everyday life. Hey, everybody. We're so glad that you are joining in on the conversation today. We know that the world is crazy right now with everything, with the coronavirus and COVID-19 and just everything that that's affected. We know it's affected everyone worldwide. But we just wanted to come today and offer a higher perspective. How does God see what's going on right now? Or what is he doing? Is he moving behind the scenes? Is this the end of the world or what's going on? And we've just been in prayer about this. And we wanted to just offer some encouraging perspective and let you know that God is still working and moving and his promises still hold true. And so let's just talk today and keep it real Things are tough, but our God is bigger. And so let's talk about having faith over fear. Hey, welcome to Coming Up Higher. This is Alicia and Whitney. And we are so glad and honored and grateful that you guys are joining us today and every week that you tune in. And um, today we're going to talk about something that's very needed in this hour, in this time. Yes. And, um, And it's faith over fear. And we're really just going to dive into it today and and just discuss the difference between faith and fear, even some similarities of how they take our attention, how they take our time, and and the outcomes of which we decide to give our time to and our mind and our thoughts and our energy to, what the outcomes are versus right. faith and fear. Right. Yeah, and it was something that was brought to our attention this past week as we were traveling in the midst of all of the craziness. Yes. It was insane. When we left, it wasn't bad. Like the the only thing that was going on was we were starting to get a little short on toilet paper yeah. in the stores. So we're stationed, I guess, or we live in Missouri, mm-hmm. and we had some ministry opportunities in South Carolina and Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So it, geographically, we were pretty far from home. And right. and thankfully, we were driving mm-hmm. um, because we kind of had the freedom to go and, and leave when we needed to. Right. But yeah, just the progression of we started actually in North Carolina visiting family. And the progression from when we left, it was just like, oh, you know, the stores are a little bit out of toilet paper and things like that. And this is just a virus that's like the flu and mm-hmm. and it'll affect people in similar ways. And But then as the week progressed on, restaurants were closing down mm-hmm. and, and we're staying in hotels. We're, you know, away right. from our family and everything. And we really had a choice to make. We could leave early and not go on a couple of the Christian television shows that we were programmed to be on mm-hmm. and cancel those or stay and choose to speak faith right amidst our circumstances and so thankfully we were able to move stuff around a little bit to where we got to do it earlier mm-hmm. but we really felt it was important to come up higher right in that moment and we felt it was really important to speak faith to sing songs of faith and uh, to really change the atmosphere over the airwaves. Right. Yeah, and we just felt, because being in prayer over it, because we also understand faith is important, but so is wisdom, Mm -hmm. and God wants us to have both. So throughout this week, we're just praying and checking in back home. Okay, what do we do? Should we come home? Should we stay? 
And we just felt like God was saying we were there for a mission, Mm -hmm. that we were going to come in and go out quickly, (laughs) quicker than we thought. And that, uh, but we were there to change atmospheres. And I'm so glad we did that because I feel like it really did shift some things. I know with the people that we got to meet with while we were there, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as over the airwaves. But while we were there, one of, on the, on Wednesday, we did a couple of TV shows and in the morning, a pastor zoomed in to the interview and we were on the panel and everything. And and so he, he Skyped in from uh, Virginia beach, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And he was just talking about how faith and fear look very similar because they both are very creative. And so in times like these, we really have to choose how we're going to be creative. Are we going to join in in the negativity and the doubt and the chaos and the panic and give in to fear? Or are we going to stand up and have faith mm-hmm. and believe that the mountain can be moved right. and that things can change and that God can work on our behalf and, and that he wants to? Mm-hmm. Because either way you look at it, it's an investment. Yeah, you're investing time and energy, resources, thought life into one or the other. Right. And so even just as investors in the literal sense and when it comes to finances, are you going to invest in something that is chaotic and mm-hmm. changes like the wind necessarily won't retain its value? Right. Or are we going to invest in something that is known for being a constant revenue generator. generator. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Something that has lasted through trials or ups Mm -hmm. and downs, fluctuations. And so that's really something we need to take every thought captive and and picture it as two banks, two piggy banks. Mm -hmm. Am I going to take this thought and invest it in fear and what that creates? Or am I going to take it and invest it in faith Mm -hmm. and who God is? And the way, um, and my even past testimony Mm -hmm. speaks for itself in the faith bank. Right. And and sometimes there may be a time we even pull from that, that faith bank and Mm -hmm. say, remember that one time when, when I was in grief and didn't know how I was going to get out of it and the Lord sustained me Mm -hmm. and he gave me music through that time. Or remember the time when I didn't know if my broken heart was ever going to get healed Mm -hmm. or if I was going to be able to survive that divorce or, you know, pay those bills Mm -hmm. or even knowing where the next meal was going to come from, pull on the testimony. Right. We overcome by the blood, blood of the, the lamb, lamb and the word, word of our, our testimony. testimony. Yep. And even the testimony of others. And so whether it's of the saints in the Bible or, or the saints living today. Mm-hmm. And so as we invest in the faith bank, we can also withdraw from the faith that's bank. And, and so I think that's very important to note in this time is to pull on those testimonies, mm-hmm. even testimonies that are in the word, start reading those and, and, and pull faith from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And in Hebrews 11, one, it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're created to be creative people mm-hmm. because we were created in God's image. And in the Bible in Genesis chapter one, we see God creates everything. He creates light. He creates earth. He creates water. He creates animals and humans. And we're made in his image. Mm -hmm. And so it is in our DNA to be creative. And I think when times are are easy and it's comfortable, it's easy to forget that we have that creative power because we don't really have to use it. But in times like these, we realize 
that it's it's crucial mm-hmm. to use the the creative power that God's given us. And I love what you were talking about with just making deposits into either or, you know, faith or fear. And a lot of it has to do with our imaginations. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, taking captive every thought. It can it can be easy to think that imaginations can kind of be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, for some reason it seems like in the church overall, not every church, of course, but just kind of overall, the imagination has been something that we downplay, we don't use, or that may even be kind of like worldly or whatever you want to call it, sinful, but like God actually wants to use our creativity. Yeah. And especially in these times, like if we've ever needed creatives to invent Mm -hmm. a solution, like we need it now. (laughs) And so just using this time and I realized that I use my imagination more for worry and fear mm. than I do for good things. And just I realizing, yeah, yeah, and just realizing that God wants to take that captive and he mm. wants to sanctify it is the only word. I know that's a really like churchy word, but he wants to just take it and make it his. Mm-hmm. And let's start, let's start using our imagination in times like these yeah. because faith is the substance of things hoped for and things that are not seen. Mm-hmm. And so we have to... We have to be able to visualize and see them somewhere. Right. And it starts it starts in our creativity and our imagination. That's good. And what a better time than now when other distractions are taken away from us. And mm-hmm. some of us are at home quarantined. And I just think about what the possibilities are in creating things and writing things. And I'm even seeing an influx of yeah. Facebook lives and yep. songs being written and, you know, jokes being, memes right. being made. <laughs> Some of those have gotten pretty creative. Yeah, poems, <laughs> you know, just just prolific writings that right. just really cause you to think about what we're going to tell our grandkids mm-hmm. in this time. And, and on Tuesday night, last Tuesday, mm-hmm. while we were still in South Carolina, we did a Facebook live. Yeah. And during that Facebook live, just some prophetic worship came forth and it was build, plant, dream, and, and believe. believe in me mm-hmm. as, as the Lord was speaking. And, and it, I think that's important for us to touch on right now in this, as we're talking about faith over fear, mm-hmm. because this isn't a time to cower back and in fear Um, It's not a time to just completely stop what the Lord's asked you to do because he calls us to occupy while waiting. Mm -hmm. And so it was just during that time when when we were singing that over and over that it began to resonate with other people. We encourage you to build, plant, dream, and believe in him. And I was listening to a sermon last night and the preachers had brought up this verse and I just was like, wow. It's just such a timely verse in in correlation to what we're dealing with right now. And it says, by faith, Noah built the ark. And this is in Hebrews 11, 8. And and it says, by faith, Abraham would later receive his inheritance out of obedience. Mm -hmm. And so we just go through the generations as we were talking about before the the testimonies. By faith, Mm -hmm. Noah built the ark when rain hadn't even been seen yet Mm -hmm. on the earth. You know, by faith when Abraham was in his old age, believed that he would have an heir right. that would then turn into uh, descendants as numerous as the sands on the sea. Mm-hmm. you know. And so by faith, we still have to build a plant dream and right. believe that what he said about our lives in this age and, and the redemption of the world 
what he said about that is still going to come to pass. Mm -hmm. But it's pivotal for us to just not bury our head in the sand right now and just wait for everything to collapse around us. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's been a concern and a fear for many people is like, is this the end? Mm -hmm. Is this the end of the world? Are we all going down? And as, as we've been in prayer about it, as we've been listening to other, other ministers that we follow and prophetic people and things it it really doesn't seem like this is mm-hmm. this is it but that this is just something that's setting us all up mm-hmm. for the big things that God has yeah. in store but it may be the end of the world as we know it there that's good and so functioning as usual and and just getting by and just skating through mm-hmm. it this isn't the end of the world, but it could mean the end of the world as usual for you, yeah. for the body of Christ right? and, and how we function. And, and it's really activating those faith muscles mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things too. And, and one of the interviews that we did, we were talking about all of this and just the church not being able to meet and different things and just how people have felt about that. And it just kind of rose up in me that actually this is, this, these are the times that we build our faith for Mm -hmm. when, when times are good, when times are easy, when we have a steady income coming in, when everyone's healthy, like when we can go to church every Sunday, like those are times where we're in a sense, I guess, making those deposits. And then it's in times like these where we have to start making withdrawals. And instead of being scared and, and worried that we don't have enough or, uh, that our faith isn't strong. Like this is the time where mm-hmm. we like flex our muscles, yeah. you know, where we have to be like, show, mm-hmm. show what you've been learning right. every Sunday when you've been in church. Yeah. Like every message you've heard like this, we were practicing then, mm-hmm. I guess is the way I'm trying to say it. It's like all that's been practiced. Like this is the real game mm-hmm. and we have to get in and we have to play. Right. Yeah. I know and I'm thinking of our granny, she's 82 now. Mm-hmm. And I think about all the things she grew up in poverty, mm-hmm. um, not knowing where their next meal was going to come from after her dad passed away. And right. her mom was a single mom of five kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, she just said, you know, well, we're going to start walking out this God we've been singing, you know, when all this stuff happened, she yeah. said this God we've been singing about and praying about and talking about, <laughs> we're going to see him work, you know, and, and we have to put our faith into that. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this right. is true. And it's so comforting to hear somebody that has walked through 82 years of life, mm-hmm. the ups and downs, the wars, the, you know, uncertainties, right, of, the recessions, uh-huh. everything. And, and just seeing that God is faithful right. <laughs> and there is a time where we start pulling on that faith and making, making withdrawals from the investments that, that we've made in that faith bank. Mm-hmm. And none of this is to downplay what anyone is going through right right now because Mm -hmm. this is a very serious time Mm -hmm. and I know we're all trying to make make light of things and try and be cheerful and as much as we can but it is serious I mean people are losing jobs people are getting sick Mm -hmm. the the world economy is being affected and so we want to make sure that you know, we're not overlooking these things right but we have to come up higher Mm -hmm. like that's what we see ground level is what's going on in the natural, but we have to start seeing spiritually. Mm-hmm. We really do have to come up higher yeah. and, and see, okay, God, what is it that you have for the future? Yeah, I totally agree. We're not blind or turning an eye towards the real difficulties that are going mm-hmm. on right now, that people are 
losing jobs and, and people are getting sick and healthcare workers are being overrun right now. But it's important for us to set our focus on what God is doing. And I'm reminded of a, of a story that especially was going around when, when a lot of the mass shootings were taking place. And, but it was about a mother who was comforting her child who was watching the news during all this outbreak, all the, the outbreaks and shootings and things and said, you know, what's good is to always look for the helpers mm-hmm. on the scene because there are always helpers on the scene. And so she was training her child to start seeing the positive mm-hmm. and how really how God was moving because God is goodness. God is, you know, the Holy, Holy Spirit is helper in in his very name. Mm -hmm. And so I think we could all take a lesson from that. And sometimes when things get shut down, it's not because God is just completely forsaken you, Mm -hmm. but he's rerouting you into a different perspective or into a different way of living that you may Mm -hmm. not have necessarily ever pursued before if you had not reached that roadblock. Mm -hmm. And so like that mother teaching that child to always look for the helper, I encourage all of us to always see our helper, Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. Jesus, and the Father working in those situations. So when we see disaster, when we see a virus outbreak, when we see all this, we don't say, oh man, I, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Where do I go? Where, who do I call? We say, okay, God, open my eyes to where I can see you moving. Where mm-hmm. are you moving in this situation? Okay. How are you moving in our government in this situation? How are you moving um, in my state, mm-hmm. in my local community? Right. And also, how can I be a part of that movement? Yeah, that's really good. And I love that you brought up the help aspect because in my devotion times today, I was reading in Psalms 56 and in 56, nine, um, it says the very moment I call to you for a father's help, the tide of the battle turns and my enemies flee. This one thing I know God is on my side. Mm, Yeah. And I've actually heard Sean Bowles brought up that verse Mm -hmm. because he has been praying about the outbreak and everything. And he really feels like God is going to turn the tides of the battle. And that's the verse that God gave him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I didn't know where it was found. Mm -hmm. And then I've just been reading through Psalms. And today that was the verse that came Mm -hmm. up. The very moment I call to you for a father's help, the tide of the battle turns and my enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is on my side. Amen. And so I love what you're saying. Like, okay, God, what... What are you doing through this? Mm-hmm. Because this is definitely something that is gonna is changing the world forever. Mm-hmm. Just because it's already affected everyone, and so we won't. None of us will walk out of this the same mm-hmm. as it was before. You know, a month ago or whatever, like last year. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing, right? And it, I even think like God's changing the way we do church mm-hmm. and people are realizing that okay I can't use Sunday as my crutch right. because now these difficult times have come and I don't have anything to stand on because mm-hmm. they've closed the doors mm-hmm. but it's really realizing that our our devotional time is crucial like that's what I've been pulling I mean even like I, this verse that I read to you like I got that this morning <laughs> yeah and so just constantly keeping up that personal devotional time and then just keeping in contact with fellow fellow believers and encouraging and positive people mm-hmm. is is going to be important because we don't know necessarily how long all of this will last, but we do know that we serve a God who's a God of the beginning and the mm-hmm. end. And being a light to the to people who are non-believers mm-hmm. right now because they all have questions and 
I would I would rather be someone that people could could make those faith withdrawal froms because I'm so I'm filled. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like when we mentioned before, the world's not over, but life is the world as we know it may Mm -hmm. be over. That's not a negative thing. Right. In in my mind, Um, because anytime something, you know, I think of a forest fire, those are tragic in in the times. But Mm -hmm. there's a regeneration and a regrowth that happens after a reset that happens after mm-hmm. after those those forest fires where where new growth sp- like springs forth that mm-hmm. it, it kind of resets it into yeah. a new even more bountiful pattern mm-hmm. and so we we're not trying to be negative in that sense by any means but but it's more of an encouraging sense that life as we know it is is mm-hmm. going to change and i believe it's it's for new growth and for the better yeah and i love use the word reset mm-hmm. and that's been such a big word, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a book that's coming out this year that talks about reset. Mm-hmm. And I've just been hearing it a lot. And I really feel like the beginning of 2020 has been a reset mm-hmm. for for all of us. And so seeing that as a positive thing in God, though, mm-hmm. that, okay, God, like you were saying, how am I supposed to live now? Like, what what changes do I need to make to walk in the things that you have ahead for us because mm-hmm. his promises still stand true. Yeah. He's a God that watches over his promises to make sure that they're fulfilled. Mm-hmm. That's biblical scripture. So just, just partnering with God during this time and saying, okay, what, what are you doing? How are you moving? Mm-hmm. And how can I be a part? And one of the ways that we're being proactive in all of this is we've started a 10 day, 10 days of prayer mm-hmm. and it's on all of our, social media sites and each day we have a new topic or target Target, I guess that we're praying Mm -hmm. for and so the day one was just for like a a cure for the virus that it just be completely taken out Mm -hmm. that those who have been infected be healed day two was just for all the people that are still on the front lines working whether that be, you know, your healthcare workers, truck drivers, grocery store mm-hmm. workers, uh, postal service. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still running. I mean, just all these and the teachers that are having to work from home and the poor parents that are <laughs> having to become <laughs> teachers during this time as well. But today, as our prayer is, let's pray for the local and world economies, jobs and resources. Mm, yeah. So if you all would just be willing to partner with us during this 10 days, we're on day three mm-hmm. right now. And that's a very, we believe in prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer can change everything. And so we we invite you to partner with us on this 10 days of prayer. And today specifically, pray for the economies mm-hmm. because economies are important. That's our jobs. Mm-hmm. That's how we trade resources. Small businesses. Right. Trying to keep afloat right now. Right. So let's let's target that. Let's for those who have maybe been laid off or lost their job completely or are unsure of what the future holds. Let's partner in prayer for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to speak something because I feel like this is for somebody listening, and I'm reminded of a time when I was fearful after Dad had passed, and I was just fear was kind of crippling me in a lot of ways. I was just allowing thoughts come into my mind like, well, you know, you could lose your husband next or you could lose Whitney next or there was just this fear of completely losing everything near and dear to me because I had suffered such a great loss already. And 
it was in that moment I heard the Lord speak to me in my spirit and and he said, am I not sufficient for you? Mm. And I had to come to peaceful terms at that moment that no matter what may come my way, that I had to resolve in my heart that the Lord was sufficient for me. Yeah. And that he had brought me out of so much already that I think of amazing grace through many dangers, toils, and snares I have already come. The Lord, you know, has brought us through this far and the Lord will bring me home or, you know, I'm sure I'm mixing those up a little bit, but just those words of faith that no matter what may come, the Lord is sufficient for you, those of you that are listening. And so cultivate that relationship even further. Take time apart and separate yourself from the distractions and declare today that, Lord, you will supply all my needs no matter what will come. You are sufficient for me. And I put my trust in you. That's good. And so I would just like to, we're going to target some of those prayer areas Mm -hmm. that we wanted to touch on today and and, but we're going to pray for you those that are listening that are that are dealing with fear right now and say I I I want to deposit in my faith account more Mm -hmm. than my fear but I just need I need help and 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 we're going to pray for you for Mm -hmm. that so Lord we just come before you today and we thank you that you are sufficient for us yes whatever comes in plenty or in want or um, in high times and in low times one thing remains the same and that's you Abba that's Mm -hmm. you Father And so we just submit our hearts, our emotions, our fears, our doubts, Mm -hmm. anything that that we're carrying right now, Lord, we just lay it at your feet. Because we know that that all that this earth has and the troubles and and things that it carries, Lord, we can't carry that weight alone. So we lay it at your feet right now, Father. I, I pray for this virus. Uh, outbreak right now, Lord, we pray that you just stop it in its tracks right now. We pray for our government. Uh, We pray for the healthcare workers and those that are still on the front lines working, truck drivers, Mm -hmm. grocery stores, um, everybody, Lord, just cover them right now. And for our day three of prayer, Lord, let's pray for the local and world economies, jobs and resources. Father, we believe that you're our supplier. Mm -hmm. We believe as we tap into the living waters that you supply, Lord, that that you sustain us and that we will never thirst again. So we just ask that right now in every area of our lives and those listening father and and just we choose to put our faith in you in jesus name amen amen well thank you so much for joining in with us today we appreciate you guys Mm -hmm. know that we're praying for you and let's just stay connected on social media and definitely join the 10-day prayer with us Mm -hmm. and and we're trying to post as much encouraging and uplifting content as possible so just know that you're in our thoughts and our prayers We love you guys. Love you.